Episcopal priest and author Chuck Meyer summarized Scripture as God's search for humankind and humankind's rejection of that attempt to communicate, to heal, to love, to reconcile, and to connect. Realizing that God's search for us also bears fruit, there is a lot of rejection of God on our part. He said it must have been frightening for Jesus, knowing, based on our history of rejecting God, that people would ultimately reject him. People wanted Jesus to do it all for them, but Jesus constantly turned the responsibility back onto the people. You heal them, you feed them, Jesus said. Ultimately, Jesus became a threat to the political establishment and to the religious establishment. He was unsettling, revolutionary, radical in his belief. He saw the universe from a totally different perspective, one that confronted the culture's prejudices and the religious establishment's smug certainty about the nature of God. He demanded justice, equality, and above all, love. So because the culture and the religious establishment felt threatened by him, it was inevitable that Jesus would die, Chuck Meyer wrote. People rejected Jesus, yet again, in rejecting Jesus and killing Jesus, didn't put a stop to God's reaching out to us through Jesus. Instead, the power of God exploded out from him and imploded into everything and everyone, permanently and indelibly. God took our rejection of him and used it to be with us even more fully. That's the full story of Scripture. Our rejection of God and God using our rejection to unite us with him even more fully. It's a story that keeps on happening over and over throughout Scripture and ever since Scripture was written. Looking particularly at humans' propensity for stopping people through whom God is speaking, only to have God's message explode out even more fully through the person's death. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King was killed because God was speaking through him and he was being a threat to established society. But when he was killed, his message and God's work exploded out of him and imploded into our society. There are countless stories like this of God speaking through a prophet and then those prophets being silenced and God's message breaking out even more strongly because of it. There are countless stories in the church's life of individuals' lives of God's presence and power alive and active in their lives. Sometimes God works through people, bringing healing and reconciliation and love. Sometimes God works in ways we don't understand, bringing healing and reconciliation and love. One of these stories is a friend of mine who... Uh, her granddaughter, when she was two years old, was still just barely talking, sort of babbling gibberish. And this, my friend had, had asked for a prayer language years before. Now, scripture stories, we hear people empowered by the Spirit and speaking in languages they didn't understand, but that God understood. And so she asked for some prayer language. She received this prayer language. She has no idea what she's praying. But in times by herself, not in church with everyone around, she prays this language, the, the, the size of her heart too deep for words, and expresses through whatever this language is, these prayers. And so her granddaughter, the two-year-old granddaughter, who wasn't speaking yet, 
and the, her daughter, the mom, and a friend, they were all sitting there talking, just babbling gibberish together with the, with the, with the two-year-old granddaughter, having a good time. Um, and so uh, my friend started in as well, but with this prayer language. She didn't realize it at first, but she was speaking to her granddaughter in this prayer language as everyone else was babbling gibberish together. And after they were all done, the two-year-old looks over at her grandmother and says, Yes. No one knows what she was saying, but the granddaughter understood. Doesn't remember it, I would guess. But there's God working, just like God did in Scripture, in the lives of people. Bringing healing somehow, bringing reconciliation, bringing love. My point is this. The stories of Scripture are still being written. The story of God reaching out to us, of us sometimes receiving God, of us sometimes rejecting God, of God using even our rejection to reach out to us even further, is a story which God continues to write in all of our lives. We've, I'm guessing, all got stories of healing, stories of reconciliation, stories of love in our lives, and we've all got Stories of people bringing healing and reconciliation and love. Sometimes stories where we're clear it's God bringing this. And these stories are our scripture. We'll go with little s All right, on this scripture. But the stories of the Bible are our holy scripture, the stories of the church, scripture for all of us, and the stories of God continuing to heal and reconcile and give love to our lives are also our stories and our scriptures. And we need to tell our stories and share with each other the scripture that God is still writing. God's power and presence has imploded into us when it exploded out of Jesus as he was killed. In God we live and move and have our being. Nowhere we can go will remove us from God's presence. Nothing we can do will separate us from God's love. As often as we personally try to reject God, or as as often as humanity tries to reject God, nothing will stop God writing His story in our lives. Not killing Jesus, not killing countless prophets sent Jesus, not running from God's message, not stepping cotton in our ears. Nothing will stop God writing his story of healing and reconciliation and love. That's our story. That's God's story. That's our song, and it's a song that's still in progress.